Genesis chapter 2 from verse 24 to 25. I'll do something very interesting this morning. Genesis chapter 2 from verse 24 to 25. Can we just celebrate one more time the incredible anointed ministry of Minister Michael Stocky? Michael Chukwemeka. Is that the name we gave him, Uncle Sammy? Is it Chukwemeka? Yeah, Michael Chukwemeka Stocky. That's his, that's his name. He's, I mean, he's African. <laughs> sure, somewhere from Newe or somewhere number. Because <laughs> the energy <laughs> and the dexterity in his voice and just a sweetheart. Thank you very much, Michael Stockett. You are, you are always welcome home here. Amen. And we have the legendary um, the landlord, Uncle Sammy. The legendary... So, can we stand for the reading of the word of God? Some apostle will love you. Genesis chapter 2 from verse 24 to 25. And they'll go to 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Genesis chapter 2. Why, why you all have a habit of coming late to church? Do you know what you miss in praise and worship? Like you miss a lot in praise and worship. Praise today was incredible, the worship. And some people will not come now after logic sound. Minister MVP. MVP rather. Minister Michael Stocky. Ah, tell your neighbor, change your ways. <laughs> change your ways. Especially that neighbor that came late. Change your ways. And if they're just interested, Pastor was just talking about you. Just nice. I should tell you to change your ways. Genesis chapter 2 from verse 24 to 25. If you can't find Genesis, come to Jesus. Let's pray with you. Let's lay hands, lay legs on you. Even if you have a hard copy, it's the first book in the Bible. Amen. Adelika, it's good to see you. The way you go and leave for two months and show up like that, man. I love you all. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave. The original word there is to join. Yeah? Unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. Verse 25. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and they were not ashamed. So this is the first time they were naked, they were not ashamed. The second time they were naked and they were afraid. You see that? The first time they were naked and not ashamed. But when they committed, the, they committed sin, they were now naked and afraid. So the first time fear shows up in the scripture was born out of sin. So we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. Did you see that? Ooh. So the opposite of love is not hatred, it's fear. In the world, the opposite of love is hate. In the kingdom, the opposite of love is fear. You have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. You have received the spirit of adoption whereby you cry what? Abba, Father. Then the Bible says perfect love casted out hatred. Did you hear what the Bible says? Perfect love casted out what hatred? No, fear, if you are living in fear, is because you are not made perfect in love and you are dealing with the torment of fear. So the opposite of fear in the Bible is love. So if you are a child of God and you are afraid, there's something fundamentally wrong with you. It's because you do not understand that God loves you. Once you understand that God loves you, 
So let me give the example. So I'm, I'm polishing my tire and Sozo, you know, was around outside the house. And we're playing, just having time with my daughter. And there's a small dog in the compound that ran towards Sozo. And for me, I know my daughter when she's crying out of fear and crying out of just tantrums. And the fear with which she screamed. And then I took her, you know, from the ground. I was, what's going on? And I saw the dog. The anger with which I, I chased the dog. And the dog, you know, we, we, you know, we greet every now and again. But the fact that you scared my daughter, I almost killed that dog. But again, he hit me and said, you know what? She doesn't even know daddy is here. That if she understands that daddy is here and this dog can't do me anything. So as soon as I carried her, she became bold. Hey, Jay, hey, Jay, hey, Jay. Yeah, no sense. Don't like it. She, because once you understand that you are in the loving embrace of the father. once you understand that God is holding on to me, I'm not the one holding on to God. So I can't let him down because I didn't hold him in the first place. Once you understand that I'm not the one holding on to God, he's the one holding on to me. I'll deal with that another day. Somebody asks, can a believer lose salvation? I say, wrong question. The real question is, can God lose a believer? That's the right question. But that's not our subject. Can God lose a believer? That is the right question. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Next scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 6. I'm determined that everybody who comes to church and leave, like Emeka was saying last week, will leave knowing who they are in Christ and who Christ is in you. You stop praying some foolish prayer points. Every, every day, my father's house, my mother's house, my, I keep here, I'm like, are you, are you not tired? Do you know who you are? What? Know ye not that he which is joined, he who cleaves to an harlot is one body. So the cleaving there is actually sex, sexual intercourse. That once you, you have that, you know the Bible says that we're both naked and not ashamed. Once you come into union. So even in the law, I think, Tele can correct me, if you get married and it's not consummated by sexual intercourse in the first, is it weeks or months? It can be annulled. So, yes. So, even the court of law knows that sex is the real trans, is the consummation of what happened. So, I hope you guys did it last night. Just check it. <laughs> so, for, <laughs> sorry, my guy, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just checking, just checking. Yeah. For two saith he shall be one flesh. Next verse. Let's read it together. One, two, three, go. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Oh, one more time. I'm going to say it again. One, two, three, go. He that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Glory to God. One of the ways to deal with and dismantle some subject is to talk about the subject. So today my topic is very interesting. It's called spirit husband. That's what I'm talking about today. That's what I'm talking about today. Sorry. I'm talking about spirit husband. That's what I'm talking about today. So, let's, can we just interrogate that today? That you will not live here knowing your spirit husband. But if you want to be very theological, you can call it the joining. The joining. 
to join it. Father, thank you for the anointing that makes teaching and preaching easy. Throw your weight in this building. Strengthen my weak body to preach this word of grace. Do your bidding in this house. Let your people be edified. Let the devil be terrified. Let your name be glorified. And everybody said, Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. I want to start this morning by saying, and I need your attention this morning. So with that in mind, can you tell your neighbor, don't disturb me? Say it well and don't distract me. Don't distract me. Tell your neighbor, put your mind here. Put your mind here. Amen. You know, sometimes you get asked questions that you answered in the message and you wonder, where were you in that part of the message? Because people's mind go outside of church. Man is a spirit man has a soul man lives in the body i'll say that again man is a spirit man has a soul and man lives in the body you are not your flesh you are your spirit if we say we are all children of god and we definitely don't look alike then we are not children of god in the flesh But if you can x-ray our spirit, for children of God, we all look alive because it's the new creation being. You hearing me? So you are not spiritual, you are spirit. John chapter 3 verse 6. It says, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. It didn't say that which is born of the spirit is spiritual. So you are not a spiritual being. You are spirit. Let's settle that. That the Bible is speaking. It is Paul in his exegesis that mentioned being spiritually minded. So Paul is saying in Romans chapter 8 verse 6. Bring your soul in the direction of your spirit. So when you say this person is spiritual, what you are saying is that the person's thought is aligning with the spirit and not his flesh. When you say somebody is carnal, what you are saying is that the person's thought is aligning with his flesh and not his spirit. Because the soul, which is the mind, is the third mainland bridge that connects you out of the mainland of misery and brings you into the island of victory. Oh, the mainland guys are so pissed at me right now. It's just an example, please. Don't be angry. So your mind, anybody, for to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So it is Paul who introduced the concept of be ye spiritually minded. A spiritual person is somebody who is conscious of what the spirit is saying as against what the flesh is detecting. So ask your neighbor, are you spiritual? Say it one more time. I know you are spirit. But are you spiritual? Oh, one more time. Ask another neighbor. I know you are spirit. But are you spiritual? So you are spirit. Your soul is spiritual. Your body is serving. Because the body is a horrible master but a good servant. Once your body starts leading you, it is death. This is powerful. Once you are led by your body, it is death. Once you are led by it, because the soul has no choice. Oh God. The soul has no choice. Come, come. Can I get two guys? Come. You, two, you, 
three of you, okay, then three of you, run, 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 run. This is spirit for this, for the purpose of size. This is soul. And this is the body. Stay in front of each other. So soul, you are the medium. So, once you turn, everybody turn. Turn, follow me. Once the spirit leads, and the spirit is able to connect the soul to follow, this guy has no choice. Body has no choice. Now, this one can misbehave. But this one actually is the messenger. Anything you send him, he will go. That's the soul. Everything you feed into the soul, it obeys. Come on. If you feed pornography into the soul, this body likes it. It begins to gel with it. Guess what happens? Turn. He starts leading. The spirit has no choice. So that's what happened to you. You're going to club, but the Holy Ghost is just there going with you because I will not leave you nor forsake you. I will be with you to the end of the ages. This club, when you go, not be, not be my, but all of us, they go there together because now you send me a message, not be me sending you a message. So, as I haven't gone, you've gone to club, stay here. We come to Sunday morning service and the word of God is being preached. Boom! The spirit is coming alive and he's talking to the soul. Soul, soul turns. He turns. This one, say, ah, they don't win me. And then we begin to go. That's how you start jumping in church. Mango, bo, shatale. Are you understanding me? Because that guy has no choice. This one is the zombie inside. Soul. Anyway, you lead him to, he would go. So whatever you feed this guy, is either going to affect this guy, or affect this guy. So salvation is in three folds. Your spirit is saved. Your soul is being saved. Your flesh will be saved. But the reason you are totally saved is you are not your flesh. You are not your soul. So even when the soul and flesh misbehave, God cannot count it against this guy. Because you never sin with your spirit. You always sin with your soul and your body. Am I teaching this morning? Yeah. So a spiritual minded person is the spirit man that has now locked this guy and said, you must follow me. This guy, because this guy is a horrible master. Once he's leading, you're going to enter trouble. And what he needs to lead is this. Some of you, when you start thinking about your ex, is something that was left in this place that is connecting to your body. I'm going to work hard this morning. David understood this because David was a womanizer. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pasture. He leads me beside the still water. He restored my soul. That means he has pulled me out of the beds that I have in. I'm counseling people in marriage who are sleeping with, uh, with Cynthia as their wife, but they are calling Helen, Mary. Because it's in the soul. The soul realm. So the believer is spirit. You have a soul and you live in the body. But you are not your body. But the problem is that this morning we all saw our bodies in the mirror. Everybody woke up at some point. You looked at yourself. 
you checked yourself out. You told them today, I will give them. You, some of you even dressed two or three times. You, you wore something. Mm-mm. You were not feeling it. You pulled it again. Mm. So if you go to your room now, there are like five dresses on the bed. Just keep looking straight. When you get home, nod your head. Oh, they are pointing somebody in just here. I mean that. But guess what? We don't wake up every morning to pay attention to our spirit. And this spirit feeds on the word of God. Because this spirit is from the word of God. Because anything you are born from, you are sustained by. (laughs) Okay. The reason you eat yam and plantain, it came from the ground. Your body came from the ground. It is the source that sustains you. So when God wanted to make man, he put man on the ground and molded from the soil. So everything that man needs comes from the ground. Doctors will tell you that if it's artificial, it's not not good for the body. Eh, Because that's not what the source provided for the substance. In the same way, your spirit came from the word of God. So your spirit can only be sustained by being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible seed by the word of God and leave it and abide it in you forever. So your spirit came from the word of God, the sperm of God's word. So when the womb of your faith opened and you accepted Jesus, you accepted the sperm of God's word and you can only be sustained by that. My teaching good. So, whether you go to heaven or hell, guess what? If you're going to heaven, your spirit goes with your soul. So heaven, they have you have consciousness in heaven. If you go to hell, your body, your condemned spirit, and the soul goes together. This one is lying down here waiting for the eternal judgment. That's how the rich man and Lazarus could communicate in that parable. Because the soul has information. What I'm saying to you, we'll be able to recognize ourselves in heaven. Consciousness. Spirit saved. Soul is being saved. Body will be saved. Let's, Let's talk. Thank you very much, gentlemen. That is why without salvation, you are dead. Because it is spirit that gives you life. So once the spirit is dead, what you have in this person is just soul and body that is destruction what the spirit is not alive just soul and body just flowing let me show you scriptures the bible says in romans chapter 15 verse romans 8 verse 15 let me show you something for ye are not you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear but you have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry about father see the next verse the spirit itself bearing witness with our spirit that we are now children of god so once you get born again and you accept Jesus, the Holy Ghost comes into that spirit of yours and you become alive. So without being born again, you are dead. You are just moving with your body and your soul. Are you with me? So your spirit is saved. And because your spirit is saved, you are not your flesh. That's why the child of God cannot be possessed. Come, three of you come again. First. The child cannot be possessed. A child of God can be oppressed and obsessed. Possession, no. So, 
spirit is alive. To say the child of God is possessed, he's saying God and the devil are sharing this place. And Jesus does not squat, he owns. Christ is not lapping anybody, everybody is in Christ. So this is Christ here. Now, but Christ can be here and your soul is busy doing something else that can bring pornography, masturbation, and all the kind of addiction and even demonic oppression. And you're having bad dreams and you think you need deliverance. No, you just need revelation. Revelation is take attention in your spirit, supply to your soul, your body will align and then that's you're free. So when you tell a believer, come out, come out, what should come out? Are you telling Jesus to leave? Because he cannot be possessed. He can be oppressed. And he can be obsessed. But not possessed. Oppression from demons. Lack of knowledge. Prayerlessness. Who were you here yesterday? We had six hours prayers here. Seven hours, sorry. Here. We prayed seven hours. Seven. I jumped on the flight first flight from Abuja. Came in here. We did, I did another extra three hours with him. Seven hours of praying. I will be doing that every month in church. If you like, come. If you like, don't come, no problem. But we are, we are a praying church. You can't have bad dreams after that because your soul in that prayer is aligned to your spirit. They're not born the devil well. Thank you, guys. James chapter 1 verse 21. Let me show you something. And then we're going to what I really want to talk about. James 1 21. Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity. Where, where do you have these things? In your soul. These things are not in the spirit. And the scripture says, and then take ye now the engrafted word of God that is able to save your soul. That's what James says. Take ye now the engrafted word of God that is able to save your soul. So my spirit is saved, but what I have to do is constantly take the word of God and put it in my consciousness and receive with meekness the engrafted word of God which is able to save your soul. So your soul is being saved. Why do you think we do every morning? I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It's putting into your consciousness who your spirit is. So you are always in the spirit. You just need to be spiritually minded. Say, man of God, enter spirit now. You never enter spirit. Where yes, the place they? It's like telling me, flourish, be a man now. I want you to dress like, I'm a man. So what you say, enter spirit, you are saying, come into the consciousness of your spirit being. You are always in the spirit. Now, I said this last week, some weeks ago, the presence of God in your life is equated with how much of the finished work you have committed to memory. <laughs> I'll say it again. The presence of God in your life is equated to how much of the finished work you have committed to memory. So the more you are, you are remembering yourself, that you know, no, 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 no. I'm the righteousness of God. I'm not a sinner. No, 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 no. I'm not what I did. I'm who, who Jesus is. And what Jesus did for me. No, 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 I'm not possessed. No, Christ lives, lives in me. Okay, I'm possessed. But with Jesus, is inside of me. In him I live, in him I move, in him I have my being. And you come into that consciousness. I was speaking with a lady who watched, um, from, you know, online. She said that she had a dream where she was trying to eat something and somebody was trying to take her portion in the dream. Then she woke up. Guess what? She interpreted the dream. Thank you, Lord, because that prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemy and my portion cannot be touched. So you give interpretation through your consciousness of what God has done in Christ to your situation. 
So you can have a circlet and say, Father, thank you because, oh, all things are working together for my good. Because one door closes and ten other doors are opening. But you have a circlet and say, my village people, my village people, because you, you are who you think you are. So the presence of God in your life is not because it's not there, but it's equated, equated to the consciousness of Christ and his finished work you have in your memory. So every day you move, Father, thank you because I am blessed. Oh, I'm blessed. Everything is working together for my good. You go there, they, they didn't receive your application. Oh, Father, thank you it's because they can't pay me and there's a better place for me. And you're walking in that revelation. And that's a soul matter. Are you listening to me this Sunday morning? Don't we go up in the mountain? Nowhere. Your body will be saved. Give me James chapter 1 verse 21 in the Passion Translation. Let me show you something. So this is why we abandon everything morally impure and all forms of wicked conduct. Instead, watch this, with a sensitive spirit, with a sensitive spirit, we also, we absorb God's word which has been implanted within our nature. For the word of life has power to continually deliver us. So with a sensitive spirit, we plant the word of God. That means you must take the word of God in your spirit, put it in your mind. Write it on the door. Put it in your house. Are you listening to me? Romans chapter 12 verse 1 and 2. Let me show you something. Give me in KJV and then you give me in the message. I beseech you brethren, by the mercies of God, not by your strength, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable service. Next verse. Next verse. And be not conformed to this word, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's what Paul is saying. So your spirit is saved, but you need to work on your mind. Give me the message translation. Very powerful. Give me the message translation. Romans chapter 12 verse 1 and 2. So your mind has to realign with what God has done in Christ for you. If I take your phone and put my SIM on your phone, it will work. But I may have your contacts. I will have your pictures. I will have your videos. Hoping that they are clean. And I can view them. In the same way, when Jesus comes into your spirit... You have to delete the files. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday ordinary life. Your sleeping, eating, going to work and walking around life. And place it before God as an offering. Watch this, watch this. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. That's how to renew your mind. How do you renew your mind? Father, you said, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So I decree, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Father, you said, I am blessed. So I decree, I am the blessed of the Lord. Father, you said, so you bring it to your consciousness. Some of you are very conscious of what the devil is saying and you don't even know what God is saying about you. The woman with the issue of blood heard by revelation, but had to acknowledge it. So she said, she heard Jesus was passing by. Then she said to herself, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. Then she manifested it. It's the ROAD principle. Revelation, acknowledging and declaring. She said it to herself. Until you start saying to yourself what God has said to you, you may not see it in your life. She said to her, she heard Jesus was passing by. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But she didn't just stop. Oh, Jesus is passing by. Wow. Okay, let me just go and see him. She said to herself, if I can just touch. So what are you saying to yourself is what you are seeing in your space. What are you saying to yourself? 
for the Bible says, we believe and therefore we have we speak. The righteousness of faith, speak it. So you have to speak what has been said to you. That's how it works. But your body will be saved on the resurrection morning. Romans chapter 7 verse 18, Paul speaking. He says, in my body lied no good thing. Paul established that. Romans 7 verse 18. In my body, for I know that in me, that is my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 50 to 53. Let me show you the salvation of the body. Salvation of the body. Salvation of the body. For I know that in 1 Corinthians 15 from verse 50. Now this I say brethren. That flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. What he's saying that your flesh and blood cannot transcend into the supernatural. Into eternity. Neither does corruption inherit incorruption. Next verse. Let me explain this. Behold I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep die. But we shall be transformed. Changed. King James said church is transformed. Next verse. In a moment, in the twinkling of, her eye, of an eye, for the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Verse 53. For this corruptible must put on, inc- that's the salvation of the body. So if the trumpet um, sounds now, guess what happens? The dead in Christ rise first. The salvation of your body takes place. This corruptible body puts on incorruptible body. Shadow, popos. I can't wait. We'll see your original color on that day. If you bleach, we go back. God cannot do, do that one for you. If you are fat, you'll be perfectly fat. If you are tall, you'll be perfectly tall. If you are slim, you'll be perfectly slim. If you are dark, you'll be perfectly dark. Because you'll be putting the incorruptible version of your body. Oh my hair, we grow back up again. Because it reverses to the original incorruptible body. Mortal, we put on immortality. Give me the TPT translation. Listen, and I will tell you a divine mystery. Not all of us will die, but we will be transformed. I told you. Because change and transformation are not the same. Changes I change and I can change back. Transformation. Once you change, you can once you, you transform, you can't come back to where you were before. The caterpillar can never return back once it becomes a butterfly. So salvation is transformation. It will happen in an instant, in the twinkling of the eye, for when the last trumpet is sounded, the dead will come back to life. We will be in indestructible and we will be transformed. Next verse. For we will discard our mortal clothes. So your body is a cloth. Your body is a garment. It's not you. It's like seeing your shoes and say, see, flourish. No, that's my shoe. It has my form. Because I've worn it too much. But that's not me. It says your body that is perishable. Sorry. And slip into a body that is imperishable. What is mortal now will be exchanged for immortality. That's the salvation of the body. Until that time, don't trust your body. Trust your spirit. Because you are not your body. You are your spirit. The problem with you is that you trust your body. So you drag your body to places where your body and soul can now win over your spirit. No. Are you listening to me? First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 23. Let me show you something. This is very powerful. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God your whole spirit. Bible. And soul. 
and body be preserved blameless. Kai, see walk. Say, Pastor Flores, hey, I've been saying it. This grace message you get as you be. See now, God says the requirement is that my whole spirit, my whole soul, and my whole body be preserved blameless unto the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Give me the next verse. 24. Give me verse 24. Verse 24. 23 to 24 is what I sent to you. Give me verse 24. First, first, it's just the next verse though. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray that your whole spirit and your whole soul, faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it. So who does it? God. So who does the presentation of your whole spirit, your whole soul, and your whole body? God. And he does it from the place of grace. It's not what we do. It's what he has already done for us. You are spirit. Tell your neighbor. You just need to be spiritual. Well, one more time. Say you are spirit. You need to be more spiritual. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse. No. Give me Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 8. First, second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 8. Let me show you. So. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So the day you leave this court, call your flesh. Guess what? You are present with the Lord. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 9. Hebrews 12 verse 9. Let me show you. Furthermore, we have had fathers. Watch this. I love this scripture. Let's read it. Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the father of spirits and live? So Hebrews calls God the father of spirits. Bible. Not just the God of all flesh. Not, the, not just the bishop of our soul. He's called the father of spirits and live. So look, one more time tell anybody, I am spirit. I have a soul. I live in the body. So tell anybody one more time, I am spirit. I need to be more spiritual. Now there is a great misconception. Let's delve into this. In the church that teaches the believer. That he has two spirits. So people will tell you that you have the recreated human spirit. And then you have the Holy Ghost. At the same time. So you have two spirits. One soul. And one body. It's not like that in the scripture. The Holy Ghost in you. Is the real Holy Ghost. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know how you have iPhone 5. You know how you have iPhone 5. Pro Max. What the pastors have is not Pro Max. And you now have the regular one. We don't have 16 gig and you have 10 gig. No, there's not like that. Our gig is eternal. It's eternal. It's the same spirit of God that is in you. So what happened? Because the recreated human spirit is there. You don't have the recreated human spirit. Then you have the Holy Ghost. You have your soul and your body. That's now four. So let's see what the word of God says. First Corinthians chapter 16. That's what we read. Verse 16. What? Know ye not that he which is joined. Somebody say joined. Oh, say, say joined. To an harlot is one body. For two, said he shall become one flesh. So that thing we teach in church, you know, mathematics in the word is one plus one, two. But in Jesus, in marriage, is one plus one equals to one. It's not biblical. It's not one plus one. It's one in one becomes one. It's not an addition. 
it's an it's a joining it's not an addition it's a joining they become one verse 16 verse 17 rather next verse but he that is joined unto the lord is what one spirit so if you are joined to the lord guess who you are one spirit with the lord you are not a different spirit you are one spirit with the lord my first account in this life was standard trust bank stb university of lagos i just sent send it first bank account standard if you can't remember you're young it's fine stb there was stb before standard it was all over lagos because it was in school that was my first account one day after some months we came back and we didn't see standard trust bank we saw uba there why because stb and uba merged they became one stb disappeared uba remained so i entered the bank my account number did not change my account balance did not change but the engineering and the management of my bank had changed the logo had changed the management had changed why because i have been removed from stb the adamic bank of sin and have been plugged into the new creation bank of the nature of god in christ now my number did not change so my face did not change my account balance did it did not change so my body weight did not change but my spirit changed that's why some of you can't even remember stb anymore because if any man be in christ he's a new creature stb is gone everything is now new So when you get born again, the spirit of God hijacks your recreated human spirit. And what you have is the Holy Spirit. So that thing you do, diamond access. Give you some time. Diamond, don't die, don't mud. Now access you get with God now. So you can enter the, the location did not even change. location did not even change they didn't say now that they are now uba we are moving it was the same bank different engineering different logo different system but the management had changed so you can come to church live outwardly looking the same but if you accepted jesus in church you are not the same person going back the engineering of your spirit has changed same bank same location sometimes same staff same logo what, what um, your number just just give it to us because there is a merging so it's not two banks it's one so uba swallowed standard trust bank same logos but it changed are you listening to me so you are one spirit with god one spirit with God. The beautiful thing about this is that I now have Jesus' account number. Ooh, 
I said something some weeks ago. I'll say it again here. It was midweek service. In the scale of righteousness, Jesus does not weigh more than me. Ah. Ooh. Mommy, you are getting it. You've been watching me, right? Yes. I know when my members talk, they talk like that. On the scale of righteousness, me and Jesus weigh the same because he gave me his righteousness. He made me the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So if it is short than his righteousness, there's fraud in the transaction. So if I say, I'm giving you my car, then I give you, I remove the steering and the back tire. I give you something else. I give you problem. So in the scale of righteousness, Jesus is no more righteous than me. And the reason I believe it is because it takes a righteous man to tell a righteous man. The reason I can tell you, Adelike, that you are not righteous is because I am not righteous. So I am not the standard of righteousness. Beauty, they say, is in the eyes of the beholder. Righteousness is in the eyes of the one who is righteous. And if he calls me righteous, whose report will I believe? I don't know about you. I choose to believe the report of the Lord. Righteous. Righteous as Jesus. Righteous as Jesus. So when I walk into... When I, when I move around and God sees me, he sees Jesus moving. Why? I'm walking in his account balance. I'm walking in his grace. But again, if I do not know, I would walk around without knowing that I already have it. The most annoying thing about credit alert is when they send you money and you don't get the alert. Very annoying. That's why you come to church to check the ATM to find out if it has entered. Because sometimes your network on your phone did not make the bank in heaven tell you that you're already credited. Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath already blessed us. So you're blessed. You see, when I said it, your neighbor believed you didn't believe because you're thinking you're blessed. You're righteous. You're, you're righteous. Some, some of you are saying, you remember where you went to yesterday, but, but you're righteous. You're righteous. You're righteous. Because righteousness is a gift. It's not what I worked for. I am righteous. I'm righteous. Because you can put diamond in mud. It does not reduce the value of the diamond. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's still diamond. I'm, look at your neighbor and say, I'm righteous. I am righteous. The righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. What I have is not another spirit. I have the very spirit of God. I'm almost done. Let me just show you what I'm doing. This. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. The very spirit of God. And this thing, the Bible calls it in Corinthians, the joining. The joining is like a wedding. Two become one. The joining. Genesis 2 verse 24 to 25. Let's close. Genesis 2 24. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and keep the scripture. Because we are children of revelation, when Moses is right, we can correct him. When Moses is right, we can correct him. So who was Moses referring to in this scripture? Was he talking about man and wife primarily? Who was this scripture addressed to? I mean, we preach it every time during wedding ceremony. This scripture. Who was it addressed to? Every time there's a wedding, we quote this scripture. What is the genesis? This is the first time this scripture has been mentioned in the scripture. What is the revelation behind the scripture? Because in the epistles, you have the accurate revelation of the scriptures. 
the scriptures in and of itself cannot explain itself. It has to be explained in the epistles. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 30. Let's close. For we are members of one body. Not two bodies. Of his flesh. Not two bodies. And of his bones. Did you see that? Look at somebody say, I carry the flesh of God. I carry the life of God. I carry the bones of God. I carry the essence of God. Next verse. Next verse, verse 31. For this cause, Paul is mentioning it. I'm excited. For this cause, shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined. This is the word. Unto his wife. And they too shall become one flesh. Next verse. This is a great mystery. Keep it. So Paul is saying that thing that, that Moses said in Genesis is not literal. It is a mystery. Mystery has to be unveiled to you. And the epistles have the unveiling of the mysteries in the scriptures. I've told you the Old Testament is, is types and shadows. The gospels you have the picture. In the epistles you have the x-ray. So this is Paul questioning what Moses wrote. And giving us proper understanding of what Moses wrote. I want to show you your spirit husband. This is a great mystery. But I speak concerning Christ and the church. Keep it. I'm not speaking concerning your husband and wife. I'm primarily talking about Christ and the church. That's it. Next verse. Next verse. Is it? Did I give, give me verse 33. Verse 33, if you have it. So the mystery is that Christ is the one who left his father and left his mother and came to us and was joined to us. And we now we become one flesh. It is that platform that he now advises couples. Nonetheless, let every one of you in particular so love your wife, even as himself, and the wife see that she reverences her husband. But he used Jesus as the real subject matter. And because Jesus did it, that's how we now become examples, because Jesus is living in us. So the only way to do that is have Jesus inside of you to help you do it. I speak So it is God. Who left, sent his son. Say, leave father. Leave mother. Go to planet earth. Go to the church. And be joined to the church. And both of you have one flesh. One spirit. One flesh. One spirit. One flesh. One. So the spirit in me is not another. It's the very spirit of God. Because we are joined together. Ooh, marriage changes your name. So when I got born again, my name changed. I'm no longer of my Adamic father's nature. I am now in Christ. In Christ. If I say Mrs. Anifo Woshe, she can't stand. That's her mother's title. The day we consummated the marriage yesterday... Both God has joined together, let no man. She began to answer Mrs. Adeyeye. In the same way, the day you accepted Jesus in your life, it changed. Adam, not 
not not not this um my father's house which father's house jesus destroyed the cross back to adam not your father's house your father's house is just some years ago here jesus took it back to adam and deactivated it from adam you are praying about your father's house over many years ago maybe 50 years ago jesus took it way back to adam and say now you are joined to me you are joined to me you're joined to me you are now in me and i am in you everything about each family backs each family so if you touch tell me talk right now the day years will show up because it's our wife in the same way if you touch the believer heaven shows up sir that's the bride of christ that's the bride of christ so when you say you have spirit husband did he drag jesus babe with him you're already married and your marriage is forever that's why God announced to us Adam in the Old Testament, I hate divorce. He wasn't just talking to man and wife here. He was saying, me, I can't divorce you. For nothing shall be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ. Not our sins. Not our mistakes. Not our... Why do you think he sent Hosea to be a wife to prostitute? He was trying to teach us that, you know, this is a sign. And I'm the one who's going to get married to the church. And doesn't matter where you go out to sleep, I'm going to bring you back in. Because I hate divorce and I am eternally committed to you entirely committed to you join to the lord so which spirit is disturbing you which spirit is disturbing you wake up everyone and say i'm the babe of christ the babe of christ he be watching over me because i'm the babe of christ he calls me his own and this is the revelation that you must work in First Corinthians 16, verse 6, verse 16 to 17. It says what? Know ye not that he which is joined. That's what he was saying here in, in Corinthians. To a harlot is one body. For the two said shall become one flesh. Next verse. Next verse. But he that is joined unto the Lord is what? One spirit. Say I'm one spirit. Can I tell you your middle name? Your middle name is Adam. It's not your father's name. Your middle name in the spirit is Adam. So when you accepted Jesus, your name changed. Your name changed. You became what? Christ. In him we live. In him we move. In him we have our being. In him we have our identity. Now I am in Christ. Your documents will begin to change because you are now Mrs. Adeye. Your passport will change. My wife's passport has changed. The documents have changed. Some of you need to change your document. How do you change your document? By declaring it. It is written, I am now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It is written because the righteousness of faith speaketh. It. it doesn't write, it speaks. Speaks. I'm not of the everybody in the family dies at 35, not me. Everybody that in the family dies at 65, not me. Why? The day I accepted Jesus, I was removed from that place. And now I am in a different family line. I am in Christ, and Christ is in me. It's powerful. Then I give you Colossians, Colossians chapter 2, verse 14 and 15. Colossians chapter 2, 14. Look for it for me. Let me show you what Jesus did. Dismantling. Dismantling. They give him message and, and, and passion translation. Let's close. You are married to Christ. Your name has changed. Blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us. Hey. He, he, as in he, he took it out of the way. So when the marriage started, you are owing something. Don't worry. Come, I'll pay for it. You are doing it. So it is God who toasted us. It's not us who toasted God. 
For it's the love of God that brings men to repentance. If it's the groom and we are the bride, who does the chasing? It is God who chased after us. All these cracks and all these things we say, and I met the Lord in 1990. Where did you meet him? It was God who met you enough for you to meet him. Which was contrary to us. And he took it out of the way. Nailing it to the cross. Verse 15. Verse 15. And having spoiled principalities and powers. He made the show of them triumphing openly over them in it. Give me the message. His principalities and powers. Sorted it out. That's what happened on the cross. The cross. The cross. Humanity and divinity met on the cross. Humanity and divinity met on the cross. On the cross. The slate is wiped clean. Did you see that? The slate is wiped clean. That means the day I took his name. Everything that was in my old name, my old name. Now you, you know that you are your own. I have a new name is Christ. Jacob, oh God, did not come to the father with the name Jacob. He came with the name Esau. So to collect the blessing from God, you must come in the name of your older brother, Jesus. So when I come, I don't come as flourish. I come as Jesus. Because in Christ, if there's any man in Christ, there's no... No condemnation. No condemnation. I'm a new creation. So I come in Christ's name. They said the the, the slate is wiped clean. The old arrest warrant cancelled and nailed to to Christ's cross. Do you know what an arrest warrant is? Have a document to arrest you. You come and say, wow, what what name was that? Something flourish Adam. Oh, wow. Not here. Flourish Christ is here. This is my identity. For I am now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Really? So where is Flourish Adam? He died. For I was crucified in him. Nonetheless, I don't live. It's Christ who lives inside of me. So that act, that allegation, that warrant cannot stand. Why? I died in Christ. So Jesus did not just die for me. He died as me and raised me up. So now I'm seated in him. Let's read this thing. He stripped all the spiritual tyrants in the universe of their sham authority at the cross and marched them naked through the streets. Parade, say, come. Let me announce to you people that is over. Give me the next translation. If this is a message, give me in TPT. Because somebody say, I am free. Because I'm married to Jesus. I'm in Christ. Christ is in me. I am in Christ. Christ is in me. And I'm a new creature in the name of Jesus. Once you have this consciousness in your spirit, and you move it to your mind when you are doubly sure that you know what? Ah, no, 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 no. Stop it. No, no, no. That thing has changed. I am in Christ. My name has changed. He totally changed my name. And all the debt that was tied to that other name has been removed. Give me the next translation. Has been removed. 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 So I'm married to Jesus. You know, we used to sing this song. I'm married to Jesus. Satan, leave me alone. I'm married to Jesus. Satan, leave me my husband is coming to take me away to everlasting. My husband is not coming. He's within. <laughs> no, no, no. Uncle, my husband is not coming. He's within. Because before my husband comes, devil, if he don't do me bad thing, but he's within. For lo, I am with you always. And I will never leave you nor forsake you. So your comforter is always with you. Your husband is always with you. Married to Christ. Married. Married married to him so i take his identity guess what i become his responsibility that's the beautiful thing about marriage i become his responsibility so he's the priest he's the provider 
He's the king. He's my head. He's my covering. He pays my bill. Why? When he took me out of my father's house, he said, I can take care of you. He is responsible for me. Responsible for me. Responsible for me. I don't know how to say this. There's no boss lady in Christ. Let your man take care of you. His name is Jesus. Walks is the bride trying to pay the bills for the husband. In Christ, that's works. When you're telling God, no, 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 I can handle this. Let me do this. Let me, no, 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 God, I can't solve it. No, no, you don't do that in Christ. In Christ, I relax and be taken care of. Once you appropriately receive the message of God, you relax and he canceled out every legal violation we had on our record. Yes, you did it, but it is canceled. The old arrest warrant that stood to indict us, he erased it all. Watch this, Eden. All our stained sins, stained soul, watch this. He deleted it all and they cannot be retrieved. That's what the document of your redemption shows. Everything we once were in what? Can you take your father's house out of it? And father says, he removed it from Adam. That's your maiden name. Took it out of the way. Has been placed on his cross and nailed permanently there as a public display of consolation. Give me verse 15. Public display of consolation. Then Jesus made a public spectacle of the powers and principalities of darkness, stripping away from them every weapon and all their spiritual authority and power and uh, to accuse us. And by the power of the cross, Jesus led them around as prisoners in procession of triumph. He was not their prisoner. They were his. They were his. So he came to marry us and dealt with it pro- properly. Jesus, in the book of Ruth, you find Ruth speaking. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Your people will be my people. Your God will be my God. It was not Ruth speaking, people of God. It was Jesus in the loins of Ruth speaking. For Jesus is the proper interpretation of the scripture. It was Jesus saying, I will not leave you nor forsake you. I will follow you. Your God shall be my God. Your people shall be my people. Because when this marriage we have in Christ is eternal, I'm married to Jesus. And he is responsible for you. So I hope with these few words of mine, I've been able to convince you and not confuse you. That there is no spirit husband doing you. Your spirit husband is Christ. Oh, somebody will say, Pastor Roy, you don't believe in family spirit. I said, I believe in family spirit. He said, hey, I said it. I knew you would believe in it. I said, yes, I believe in family spirit. Very well. I said, my family spirit is very strong. He said, hey, I said it. I said, my family spirit, the hairs on my hair are numbered by him. My family spirit, he doesn't come around me. In him, I live. In him I move. In him I have my being. My familiar spirit, I am in him justified. He is in me glorified. He is extremely familiar with me. As Jesus. This is the consciousness we should move with. And not move with some, somebody's chasing. Oh, are they not tired of chasing you? You, you? Are you not tired of running? <laughs> are you not tired of running? John chapter 3 verse 6 to 8. Right, let me close. John 3 6 to 8. I'm done. I'm done. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. When you look, John 3, 6 to 8. No, give me the King James Version. John 3, 6 to 8. This is another translation. He that is born of the Spirit is spirit. He that is born of the flesh is flesh. Marvel not that I say to you, you must be born again. Let me show you what the Spirit of God is to you. 
that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Next verse. Marvel not that I say unto you, you must be born again. Verse 8, watch this. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh, and whither it goes. Watch this. So is everyone that is born of the spirit. So if you are born of the spirit, you are like the wind. Can they trap wind? Can you arrest wind? So you hear the noise of the wind going, you can't tell where it's coming from. You can't tell where it's going to, but you can feel its effect. That's how somebody who is born of the spirit, that means they'll hear that you are married, but when? How did it happen? They can't tell. Oh, wow. You now have a child. Oh, wow. Why did it happen? They can't tell. Oh, you just built your house. Uh, really? How, when did it happen? They can't tell. That means they're hearing of your exploit. They can't tell where you are coming from. They can't tell where you are going to. You cannot be monitored because you are powered by the wind of the spirit. I don't know who this word is for this Sunday morning. God wants me to tell you, nobody can monitor your progress. Nobody can change chase you around nobody can disturb what god wants to do because you are like the spirit they will hear of your doings and your happenings but they will not be able to stop you they will not be able to trap you they will not be able to hinder you in the name of jesus i don't know who this word is for this sunday morning god wants me to tell you this season you cannot be monitored you cannot be trailed you cannot be stopped because you are of the spirit if this is your word shout amen somebody spirit of the spirit i just know this i'm of the spirit you can't catch wind you can't catch me you can't monitor wind you can't monitor me you can't arrest wind you can't arrest me once you have this mentality the devil self will start having some this guy waste our time worry. let's just leave him my people perish for lack of knowledge not lack of prayer not lack of prayer i was talking with the man of god on friday which said man of god there's nobody can be possessed possessed child of god no because christ lives inside of you what you need to know is understand by revelation who you are in christ and who christ is to you this is who i am in christ this is who christ is to me and begin to constantly acknowledge it constantly acknowledge it this is who i am in christ and this is who christ is to me all my sins are totally forgiven what do you know the people who live in consciousness of sins all my sins are what? Come on, I can't hear you. All my sins are? Wow. You all don't believe that? All my sins are what? Say it one more time. All my sins are what? So some of you still live, I'm, I'm suffering the consequences of that abortion from secondary school. I'm suffering the consequences of that. No, no, no. God took the judgment of, the, of it. And everything was nailed to the cross of Calvary. When they say African is caused because of blah, 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 blah. I'm like, come on. The, sorry. The European who came to Africa, Europe, um, German who came to Africa and raped our mothers, took our artwork, they are not caused. It's your father that kill, killed one fowl by any arranged junction that is worrying your family. Like, do you know what they did to us in Africa? Do you know what they did? Do you know how they raped our mothers, took our men, took our inheritance? And they left and they are not cursed. Why? They left a consciousness in your head of being cursed. And that's what is showing up in your life. Because you are who you think you are. All your sins are forgiven. But people can't walk freely because you are sin conscious. I know I've done something. What did Rahab, did you come to church on Wednesday? By the way, if you don't come on Wednesday, you are missing a lot. You need to show up on Wednesday for 6pm. Rahab, how did Rahab come to Hebrews chapter 6? When you say balance it, how do we balance Rahab? Balenciaga people, how can you balance Rahab? 
Rahab was a prostitute on defense of Jerusalem. Pastor Ben, I put the scripture up in Hebrews. On defense, he was doing local and international match. So he takes care of the guys in the city. If you're outside, I can take care of you too. That's what, but the Bible says she believed in Jesus. Why? She believed in the God of the spies and dropped the scarlet rope as a sign. As a sign. Just that rope alone and believing in Christ. Rahab shows up in the book of Hebrews. The Bible says Rahab by faith. Are you people? Are you serious? Rahab. By faith. By faith. The harlot Rahab perish not with them that believe not when she had received the spies with, with peace. Are you saying that? So how do you balance Rahab? Say, but you guys have to balance it. Balance Rahab for me. What did Rahab do to come into Hebrews chapter 5, 11? She believed in Jesus. That's all. What do you do in this marriage? I believe in my husband. I believe in Abba, my father. He takes care of me, period. Rahab... Because in the Old Testament is Rahab the prostitute. In the New Testament is Rahab by faith. Because when Jesus died, it edited the life of the Old Testament faith. Saints. Because the blood of Jesus edits your CV. Removes your flaws and shows your strength. Because the Old Testament is a sin record account. The New Testament is a faith record account. It looks at the faith and not the flaws of the people. Rahab. The height is Moses. No, no, I can't. No. The first time I saw it, I was like, nah, come on. Moses. Moses killed somebody. Buried the guy. And ran out of Egypt. You know the story now? When New Testament spoke about Moses, I shocked. He said, Moses by faith. I said, huh? Wait, hold on. Let me go to this place. Because when Jesus died, Jesus died for Moses too. Jesus died for Abraham. Old saints in the faith that believed in Jesus to come. God's redemption. And they came into... By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hit three months by faith. <laughs> so if I see Rahab by faith and Moses by faith, why can't I flourish by faith? So if, if this Hebrews is, is continuing today, your name will be there. You are better than some of the people there. So put your name, flourish by faith. Let's read now. He three months and his parents, of his parents, because they saw that he was a proper child and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. Verse 24, let's go. By faith, when he was come to years, uh -uh, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Verse uh -uh. This guy killed and ran. The Bible says, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God and to enjoy the pleasure of sin for a season. Really? Moses? But when he shows up in the New Testament, the blood of Jesus edited the past. All your sins are forgiven. When you come before God, he cannot remember your sins. Stop reminding him of his sins. You're wasting your time in prayers. He has no record of your sins. Divine heavenly amnesia is activated on your sin matter why because jesus took the payment of sin once and for all past present and future is this a license to say no it is a license to walk boldly in righteousness consciousness
there's no accusation against me. The grace of God teaches us to deny ungodliness and we walk with righteousness consciousness. That's it. The height of them all, again, is Abraham by faith. Like, nah. This guy slept with his housemaid. Extra curriculum marital activities. Go to Romans chapter 4. The Bible says he staggered not at the promises of God. I say, hey, wow, hey, wow, wow. <laughs> wow. Romans, it says he staggered not. He, he, had, he believed in hope against hope. I say, why are you talking about Abraham? Bros. He did not stagger. He somersaulted. He fell to the ground. But when he shows up here, he says, Abraham by faith. Staggered not believed, hoped against hope. If Abraham by faith is Sammy by faith, is Toki by faith, put your name there, is Farish by faith. So, all God requires from me is faith. You see, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. Abraham was strong. Abraham give Abraham. But from the first time that the Bible says in, in Genesis chapter 16, Abraham believed God. Every other thing he did, the blood of Jesus spoke for it. Do you believe? Do you believe? Are you listening? I said, do you believe? Uh, do you believe? Because all we are required to do in the New Testament is believe. Believe. How did you get saved? By believing. How do you keep working? By believing. Do you believe? All right, Tanya. I said, do you believe? Do you believe? That's the New Testament commandment. You find it in Colossians. Do you believe? So if you believe that Jesus died for me, resurrected for me, he's my husband. I'm the bride. He's my father. I am his son. I'm accepted in the beloved. All things are possible to me. All things are possible with me. And you begin to speak that which you believe. Guess what? Your life goes in the direction of what you say and believe. Your life goes in the direction of what you, you believe. I believe and therefore I speak. I am loved by God. Your prayer is an expression of what you believe. So when I hear people pray, they're actually telling me what they believe. Because it shows up in your prayers. So how do you pray? Father, let them not kill me. You believe that they can kill you? Father, I don't want them to destroy me. You believe that they can destroy you? It's you saying, I believe. My life is hidden in Christ. And Christ in God. No weapon fashioned against me will be able to prosper. All my sins are forgiven. I am the blessed of the Lord. The righteousness of faith speaketh and therefore I speak. My steps are ordered and my paths are directed. But that's what you do in the morning when you wake up. You begin to speak the faith in the finished work of, of God in Christ. I believe and therefore I speak. Do you believe? The Bible says he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. One spirit, one spirit. So what is inside of you is the Holy Ghost. Look at your neighbor and say, the Holy Ghost lives inside of me. Oh, say it was say, the Holy Ghost lives inside of me. I am one with the Holy Ghost. I am one with the Holy Ghost. 
I am one with the Holy Ghost. No curse can come upon me because I am one with the Holy Ghost. No weapon fashioned against me shall prosper. I am one with the Holy Ghost. That's how you pray in tongues too. Because you are igniting, you are arranging your spirit. That's your true nature. Some of you want worship to be intense. And when the worship is tough, you say, See my body, goosebumps. It's not a function of worship. You can wake up in the morning and stop waiting for the Holy Ghost to move you. Move the Holy Ghost. Two twenty. Building up yourself in the Holy Ghost, praying in the Spirit. So the way to get your spirit alert is wake up and you are dull. They Zoprotolo kata. Idamandiko supretila bande skutalate. Grandosha. I'm one with God. The Spirit of God lives inside of me. He's my uncle, my strength, the glory. And you begin to pray in the Spirit. You are not a thermometer, you are a thermostat. You determine your atmosphere. Your atmosphere doesn't determine you. You, you, you. you carry the very aura and the life of God within you. And then you, why? You are one with God, one spirit. One spirit. His spirit lives inside of me. I know what to do. I know how to answer every man. In the name of Jesus. There's somebody behind the God saying, you would know what to do by the promptings of the spirit. You will know what to do by the promptings of the spirit. You do not need anybody to keep to guide you, and you, you will know how to answer every man. Why? The spirit of God lives inside of you. You have divine intelligence. Why? You have advantage. The believer is a cheat because you are one with God, and you have advantage. So you can say to your body, "Hear ye the word of the Lord." This is what I will do. Flesh, hear ye the word of the Lord. This is who I am. And you, 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 you enforce. But you're waiting for somebody to come. But ye, beloved, building up yourself. Stir up yourself. Rise up like an ed- edifice. Pray in the spirit. Because you're one with God. The spirit of God lives inside of you. Spirit. So when you talk about spirit husband, with the spirit of God, they have a relationship. It's, it's such a funny, it's a funny thing funny thing I still met another member in Abuja and she said to me I've been listening to you and I said to you as a flourish trust me nobody has lived behind XYZ in my family so when I was getting close to the age I was already getting ready I wrote my will you know codedly because in my mind it has never happened I am the oldest in my family I said at 60 say yes so nobody has reached 60 that's why my 60th birthday was a big party. He said, but I kept hearing your voice. I'm not in this family. I'm in the family of God. I've been plucked from this family. And this is now in my family. Whatever is in this family called Jesus flows inside of me. Whatever, see, I didn't fast. I didn't pray. I didn't do any vigil. I just kept acknowledging. That is what you should do. That she just kept saying, no, I'm not in that family. I've been transplanted. I'm in the family of God. What is in Jesus flows inside of me. What is not in Jesus cannot flow inside of me. But we like religious programs. They tell you, come, come. Um, ah. They don't do their face and do their eye like, ah, it's really deep. Um, let's, let's go on a journey. Let's, let's do, hmm, let's run a program. You, five days, five days, five days of fasting. And then they tune your spirit in that fasting mood. And on the fourth day, they'll tell you to end the fast, bring a seed. <laughs> bring a seed. 
but the ones like us who will tell you the truth you don't like it you don't want to give but at the end of the fast just bring a seed to move god did you move him to the cross jesus moved without your seed you know the biggest thing i've done is that i'm very glad i'm teaching the generation uncle sam you know that place we were the last time one sunday evening like that let me not mention it somebody came on stage and was saying something funny one guy i don't know him from anywhere i was looking at the guy he's a man of god the guy came and tapped me pastor flourish i don't come to logic church but i follow you online sure you know what this guy is saying is rubbish <laughs> he came and said pastor flourish thank you very much she you know this guy is is, is, is rubbish he's saying you know this is not the gospel and i have not met the guy before and i went home that day very excited because the gospel is spreading people are hearing this message of god's grace so it is god who came to marry us so he's the one who came to chase us that's why we don't sing i surrender with cut and tears i surrender and then you leave with your car after you surrendered all in church you left with your car it is god who surrendered all to us so what we sing is i receive it all we are receivers believers not contributors not achievers stand on your feet i'm done <laughs> done i'm done i'm done so so can you